Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Penny Bloom podcast. This is the Mandalorian rewatch. That is Star Wars colon the Mandalorian colon the Watchmen. And it is I, Colton Robertson. And of course, I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, buddy? What's up? Good to see you. Good to see you in the hoodie, all uh, all menacing and shit. Uh, we got uh, Miles Buttress. What's up? Not much. How are you? I'm swell. What about my mans on the screen below me and to my right that I can see and you cannot? Kyler Barnett. Hello. How's it going, guys? Oh, it's good to see you. It's good to see you. I'll tell you. So, we're talking Chapter 12, The Siege. Directed by Carl Weathers, written by John Favreau. Overall, how do you feel about this episode, Joseph? Uh, well, um, I was, I loved it. Um, my prediction of a death happening in this episode didn't really happen. No, um, yours and Kyler's prediction that Cargo would die did not play straight out. Straight up disappointment. But oh, that that wasn't, you know, that's a small disappointment. Well, I say disappointment. It was disappointing yeah. to not be right in an episode where we got so many right. It would have been so sick to get that one right. We did pretty solid on predictions this episode. But I, recall, I will say getting more grief cargo is not a bad thing. Not oh, opposed Absolutely not. Absolutely. I recall last week saying that uh, this episode we won't see Ahsoka, next week we'll see Ahsoka, and that this week, somewhere between the planet they're on and Corvus, they would find Navarro, and that is how they would reunite with Cara during a grief cargo. You were, you were pretty freaking spot on, man. actually kind of annoyed with how right you were, because I really <laughs> wanted... You to just be completely wrong and for it to just be a, an episode full of Ahsoka. And as soon as it showed them like pulling into Navarro, I was like, God damn it, Colton. I yeah. hate you. Yeah. Little do Man. we know, Colton is on the producer team. <laughs> he actually, uh, Dude, John, John Favreau's hitting him up for writing scripts. If you were on the pro- Dude, I'd be so pissed. You didn't tell us any secrets or anything. <laughs> I would be pissed. I Honestly, can, I can promise you with my whole heart that that is not the case. <laughs> Even if you were, I wouldn't want you to tell me anything. No, I would absolutely want to I 100% would. Yeah, no, same. Dude, you better tell me the plot for season three. I don't know anything, guys. Bro, if I don't get the concept art for season four, wrap it up. (laughs) Wrap it up. Oh, my God. So what do you say we get into this scene-by-scene breakdown? Absolutely. Jump into it. Let's jump into it. So we open on Din piloting the crest as it uh, barely holds together. It's it's really limping like they like they've been saying and he uh he turns to baby to ask if he has the wire. And then we uh we look at an open panel on the wall and in that panel you can see baby who is just trying his hardest. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me this isn't like baby Groot Rocket Guardians 2 like oh, dude this abs- is so spot and on about tell it. Tell me that we weren't also right in a prediction from earlier in the season. That when Din said, why don't you come over here and make yourself useful in episode two, it would come back around to make something else funny later. Yeah, well, he wasn't very useful, but he's very he, tried, useful. He, he tried, though, you know, and uh, <laughs> uh, Mando asked ask the baby several times to show him the red wire and he just cannot get it right. He tells him to put the red wire where the blue one was and the blue wire where the red one was and uh to be sure not to touch the wires together. And, uh, baby uh, jabs the uh, the blue one back at the board. And he's like, no, no, not that. You need to plug the red one into the blue. And he says, but be sure not to touch them together. They are oppositely charged. And I'm like, of course, that baby you is imme- going yeah. to understand. You that. immediately know that he's going to do it. 
well, obviously, but also just like he's going uh, to this toddler. Don't <laughs> touch them together because they are negatively charged and it's going to create an electricity bolt that will, uh, you know, get you. And, uh, you know, naturally. He gets got. Baby moves the wires towards each other and did like, no, 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 please, please don't, don't touch them. Stop, stop it. But, you know, it's too late. We hear the shock and listen to baby's little. <laughs> I really thought his ears were going to be like straight up. You know, like in movies. Dude, he would look like hair. a. He looked like a. Oh, what are those dogs? German Shepherd. No, the ones that no. their ears are like real pointy. They're the real like sleek looking ones that like. Doberman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Look like a Doberman. I I really feel like from this scene, all this scene reminds me of is the baby Groot scene in, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Yeah. Where they're trying to like tell him how to like d- defuse the bomb. And they're like outside of the thing. They're like, "All right, do this to defuse the bomb." Groot. And then he's just gone. <laughs> I am Groot. I am. I am Groot. I am Groot. No, no, that is not it. <laughs> I yeah. love what I love what Mando says when he messes it up. Oh, dude, when... it's, ador- it's adorable here. You know, the smoke comes pouring out of the panel, and Dan look Dan looks in and he says, "Are you okay?" <laughs> dude, I literally in my reaction, I was like, "Oh, he wasn't even mad at him. Like he's no, such he a good little dad." And like... you know, baby's response naturally was. Dude, my like question. I can't even hold the flashlight in the right spot for my dad, let no, alone, <laughs> let alone him sending me into wires, shit, bro. I was a little confused. Like, what? What part of a ship would have this small, you know, little pathway? You know, maybe, uh, maybe it was like something that like Mando could get access to, like in a different, more evasive way, or like invasive way to the ship. But he was like, I also could just remove this panel <laughs> and slide my kid into it. <laughs> I mean, you know, when I have children, that's what I plan to do. I wanted to see the whole, I want to see the whole process. I want to see him getting him and putting him in there <laughs> and being like, all I think right, he like go, shoves him back in or do you there. think he like puts him on the edge and lets him like walk back or do you think I he like that was 100% waddles back there? I just bet like, that was the process. It he just like, like takes him and just, yeah, just crams him in there and just all the way to the back. He sets him down and he's like, all right, now turn and walk the, no, don't walk this way. Walk the, walk that way. Walk, no, no, walk. <laughs> just get in. Just get he just in. pushes him to the back. God. Joseph, but, that's uh, actually the, uh, the baby Yoda service hatch. Uh, it's it's specific in every single ship. There's one little hatch that only baby Yoda can get into. That makes sense. It does. It does. But, uh, later on, baby is, uh, slurping on some broth side by side with Din and, uh, Din lifts his helmet a little bit, just enough to see his chin so he can take a drink. And uh, baby tilts his head, trying to get a peek of what's under the mask. And I was like, "Oh, he wants to see his dad's face." Wouldn't wouldn't you like? <laughs> or shadow? It's it's weird that the, he, I, you know, he doesn't know what he looks like. I mean, this is, I mean, we kind of, kind of touched on that too, right? Predicted that the first time he would ever take off his helmet in front of anyone was going to be in front of baby. It's just like uh foreshadowing you know you know maybe hinting at that he's going to be talking to you know Bo-Katan and her crew a little bit more and maybe he's gonna come away from his old ways and show baby his face for the first time I think he will I, think I also will. I feel like that first time that he shows baby his face baby's gonna freak the fuck out 
Like being like, Yo, who is I this? I did not know that was an animal behind yeah, me. Yeah, I did not blanket. know that either. Yeah. That shit blew my fucking mind. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that's a dog behind me. That's a horse. It, Bro, stood up it, it was perfectly blocked by the pillar behind mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So, so we didn't see its head. And then it. 100% that the pillar. That motherfucker. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? I was really confused to what Fat. you guys were freaking out about. And then I saw him moving behind me. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Dude, yeah, that's a dog. Ginormous. That's awesome. Yeah, he weighs like, he weighs like okay. 190 pounds. Colton, you have a dog like that too. Of course. I have massive dogs. But uh, I yeah. love that dog. Uh, let's, uh, let's jump back in. <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like I feel like one the first time uh, Den takes off the helmet in front of Baby Yoda, he's just going to freak the fuck out because he'll be like, who is this? Who is this man trying to talk to me? Because I know like – have you guys ever like gotten like, like gotten a drastically different haircut or something like that and like had a dog freak out on you? Yeah, because that's happened to me, and I feel like that's gonna happen to with Baby Yoda. He's just gonna be like, "Who is this? Who is this person trying to trying to pick me up right now? Why is he wearing my dad's armor?" <laughs> no, no, I feel like he'll know. I, I feel know. like he'll I just... know. I feel like he'll pick it up, but I also feel like at first he's gonna be like, "Who is? It? Who who the fuck is that?" <laughs> oh, his head back and forth. Why did you just take your fuck? skin off? Why do you look like that? <laughs> Oh, that's true. He thinks it's just his skin. Well, no, not really, because he saw him like take his helmet off and he was peeking yeah. in. Yeah. So who knows, man? Who knows, who knows? But uh, after this, Din suggests that uh, they need to visit some friends for repairs, and he looks down at Baby and he goes, "How's how's the idea of going back to Navarro?" And uh, you know, I like how well, he speaks so eloquently to him. Like, yeah, like he like, understands like, every I word. Understand every word yeah. I'm saying. Uh, and he again lifts his helmet, and the two take a sip simultaneously, and it was extraordinarily adorable. Cute. They both I, Den started making the move to take a drink, and Baby immediately was like, "Oh, okay, it's time." <laughs> it's like the I cute thing where, point. you know, like boys look up to their dads, and they mimic it. Like at the dinner table, you know, they'll always yeah, be like, cute. "The dad's had his elbow on the table. The the kid will put his elbow on the table." And oh, it's just yeah, it's oh. really cute. Yeah, I think I think that's what that was. Is like he he realized that was his cue to take a drink. Was like, oh, he's taking a drink. It's time. But uh, we then cut over to the uh, armorer's workshop from the uh, former Mandalorian covet, and uh, we he we see a number of Aqualish. That's what this species is called. The Aqualish. They were formerly known as the Butt Faces, and uh, <laughs> they're all making their way around inside. And uh, one makes its way over to a, a lava meerkat as it is affectionately referred. This is called a lava meerkat. And it, it pulls it uh, out of the cage and talks about how delicious it's going to be. And I was just like, don't you touch that fucking meerkat. Uh, <laughs> and nearly uh, a nearby a group is playing some sort of gambling game. And the one holding the meerkat's like, yo, no one touch anything until we fucking eat. And he slams the animal down and he's ready to cut that thing's head off. And uh, then a rattling in the distance causes them to hesitate. The other Aqualish draw their weapons, and one makes their way toward the door. Enter Cara Dune. Fuck yeah. Mm. I was like, oh man, here we go. Here she is. She's a badass. Big turnaround. As we know. She takes out this guy, rains fire on the others. One of them yells, it's the marshal. And I'm like, of course Gina Carano wanted to play a cop. <laughs> Blaster bolts fly as they continue to battle. She does a system. Uh, she does a similar knife throw that uh, Mando did in the first episode, and it felt kind of like a callback. Like you remember when he did that shit where he like turned around, they had that angle. Yeah, like, it, it was like cold. Threw it right at the camera. It was ice. The same shit. 
She also did that shit where she put the dude on her back and charged backwards at him. And the guy got shot a bunch of times. I was like, yo, you can't aim lower than that. Just shoot her in the legs, you know, and then she'll <laughs> fall down and then you can just shoot her in the head. But hey, do whatever oh, works wow. for you, man. Sorry to be a little bit too graphic. Uh. <laughs> no, no, we're good. <laughs> man. Uh, but uh, she takes the last dude out and the uh, meerkat approaches to show his gratitude. Uh, yeah, dude, I was so confused at first. I'm like, is she really doing all this for like a ferret? Which I, now I know it's a meerkat, but like, is she really going through all of this for like some PETA shit? Like, are you for real? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, go animals and shit. Like, you know, activism and all that. But like, like you just killed four like, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> God damn. Like, going for a ferret. Like, bro, is he worth it? Like, for real? You risking your life for that shit? Like, so not just killed. You beat the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. She really did her thing here, though. And, uh... <laughs> Uh, the she handled that rodent being on her uh, shoulder and on her face a lot better than I would have handled a rodent being on my shoulder. Yeah, I mean, like this ain't no small rodent either. Like we're talking no, about, like, like this I'm, thing is that thing's got a smell too. And she just like she just took it off her shoulder and was like, no, no, it's okay. Yep, go ahead. And she sets him down on the table and tells him to go on that he's free. And uh, but I think that meerkat just wanted to hang out with Kara, and uh, she pulls out a little bit of food and feeds it to the guy. And this is satisfactory. She makes the exit. He yeah. devours this food. Just secure the bag and then we out. Yeah, we next get the uh, title card, which is always satisfactory, the timing of it. And uh, we open on Din piloting a shaking razor crest to the surface of Navarro. And on the ground, Cara Dune and Grief Cargo wait, uh, wait to greet their old friend. Grief shakes his head in dismay as he watches the uh, just totally beaten down razor crest attempt to land. And then uh, it, it, it again attempts to let down a ramp for Mando to exit on, and it stalls halfway because it's beaten to absolutely nothing at this point. It's barely a fucking ship. And- <laughs> Dude, the score in this scene was so, like, just, like, happy. It just made my heart, like, just so full. Like, just this reunion. They've been doing this- that a lot more this season. Yeah, like, the, the heartwarming yeah, track. The, the reunion and, like... But just like you got Uncle Carl just sitting there, and you got you know you got Cardoon, Mom, and I just you know. know that Grief Carga, like at Carl Weathers as the uh, director of this episode, was like, I need my one on one with Baby Yoda. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you just know that he had to, and you know he gets it here. But uh, you know the the shit stalls halfway, and Din has to jump down, and he walks over to the two and greets Cargo with a forearm handshake, and. Then the two exchange some pleasantries, and Cargo sixes two best men on the ship's repairs. They were yeah. us from day one, bro. bro that gr- that little that little ghost looking ass. You I mean, know, ghost the, I from Ant Man and the Wasp. He kind of looked like that, like with the mask, bro. There was I some had like bad, bad vibes from music. the jump. Yeah. Bad vibes. Also, bad the vibes. way that he like the way that the one dude just like stared at him as he was walking away. Mm. It was obvious mm. immediately. Like whenever I was watching it, the first like whenever I watched it, I was like, "Oh, he's evil. He's doing something." Yeah, like, exactly. It, and then he comes back around at the end. You're like, "Ah, oh, fuck! I this fucking guy. knew. It. I forgot fucking about asshole. you." If if you were evil, you know, you're working for Moth Gideon. You don't want to be caught. Would you look back at them all suspicious and then be like, right, "I'm gonna go work on this guy's shit." Would you, you know, stare like, at him as he's walking away, being like, "All right, is he gone yet? Is he gone yet? All right, he's gone. Let me go do something." <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you know, after this, uh, Karga takes hold of the baby. It's like, oh, look at you, little one. 
And he asks Mando if he's been taking good care of him. And then he, uh, he asks the baby if Mando's been taking good care of him. And then he looks at Mando and goes, are you taking good care of him? <laughs> and then he goes, he said, yeah, he said, yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> I love him. I think, I think grief Karga, like holding baby Yoda was a callback to whenever, you know, they landed on Navarro and they weren't very trusting of each other. Mm-hmm. And this is like a way of saying like, okay, we all trust each other now. Now, now it's time for you Dude, to ask your suspicions of Karga. You know, his yeah. facial hair looks so clean in this episode. Yeah. I just noticed that, but yeah. it looks like he's looking nice. Bro is looking clean. Like, and- bro, I would love to just like sit down i he just i feel like he's got so many good takes like just these old head rap takes bro like i could just listen to it for hours i can just see the vibes i just see just, i see the vibes they're contagious i also uh, i think the way he he interacts with baby yoda is the way that every one of us wants to oh like just every person just wants to be fun uncle. all right except for joseph because you want to eat him so that's a whole different conversation yeah but i feel like we just want to pick him up and be like oh are you is he taking good care of you <laughs> Bro, he's just fun uncle, bro. Yeah. He's, he's the Funkle. Fun uncle, uncle Carl. <laughs> did, did, did he make you go in? Does and... not, which does not sound like a very good <laughs> uncle. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, on the list of, like, creepy uncles, yeah. like, Uncle Carl sounds like that's top two and it's not two, my guy. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. Just like, oh, is he making you go in and plug wires together and shock yourself? What an asshole. <laughs> But, uh, you know, as Grief is holding the baby, he uh, he leads the other two into the town. And uh, as they walk away, the camera lingers on the fuckboy fixing up the crest. God, fuck that as guy. As Leo uh, watches them walk away. And uh, the three wander through the streets of Navarro, where we see the streets just full of life. The exact opposite of what we've seen of Navarro in the past, which was really, really cool. I liked that. I liked that addition a lot. And, uh, you know... We see an IG-11 statue in the middle of the town square because IG-11, you know, liberated the people of Navarro, which is like. I'm so crazy. glad I have you around because, like, I did not catch that when I watched it the first time. Yeah, like, you didn't no, catch that? Nope, I didn't, I didn't either. I did. Oh, man. Maybe I don't look hard enough, but I, just, <laughs> I simply just missed it. Yeah. Was it like while they were walking off, like, screen or something like that? They or? were like, it was like a, it was a pretty lingering shot yeah. it went over uh it was when they were about to enter the school well what makes me so they... mad i guess is that it's like a big statue like when you sent it i felt so stupid because like it's yeah. right there i was gonna say didn't they like walk into like the school or something like that and then it like panned onto the statue and like lingered on it for a second and then it went I mean, on not to the next all scene. the way though it was just not like all the way but Cole, like, don't flatter me like, i'm an idiot it's lingered. okay you don't have to you don't have to cover my feelings it's okay. <laughs> but uh during all this, Mando is explaining that uh, he had a uh, run-in with the New Republic, and Karga's talking about how they should just stay out of the of the Outer Rim, you know, because the Empire couldn't settle it. What the fuck makes the New Republic think they'll be able to? And I, that's a, I mean, that's a that's a good take, Uncle Carl. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good take. I mean, it is. <laughs> Which, I kind of like it. Like, I feel like this gal, like, imagining this, like, just this lawless area. I won't say lawless, but, like, because look at Navarro from what it was. But I mean, like, mm-hmm. they just don't want to be meddled with. Like, you know? They're not to be fucked with. Yeah. They feel like they've got a good thing going on. And there needs to probably be some place in the galaxy that's, like, kind of just there, existing. <laughs> like, neutral, yeah. you know? I don't know. What Scotland. do I know? <laughs> yeah, just a just a good old Scotland just out there. <laughs> just a fuck... Just a fucking Iceland, just just chilling. Sweden, somewhere. bro, no Sweden. <laughs> but uh, 
they enter the uh, building where they once fell under fire of Moff Gideon and his troopers, and they show Din that they have turned it into a school. Yeah, which was awesome. Just yeah, a really, no, this really is just so moment. like wholesome. But like at the so, same time, so bro, think about this. There was literally a fucking massacre on these premises. <laughs> we're just having students, bro. Like, there's got to be some bad juju going on in there. Just the vibes got to be the off. Dark, the dark side's got to be. Strong. God damn, bro! Like, imagine you just like peel up an old tile on the floor, and there's just a fucking stormtrooper helmet, just fucking blood coated. Just. Geez. I mean, I don't think that many stormtroopers died inside the building i think pretty sure most didn't most of them die outside the building i mean bro yeah, just, just okay ID so recess just recess yeah. out there just fucking just god i'm just saying yeah, i mean man. they have to find something to use as a ball why not use a stormtrooper helmet like the ewoks they can use it as a drum exactly. drums yeah after they've eaten the stormtroopers because you know the ewoks did that shit right oh 100 percent. wait like that's canon like that's legit well they were about to cook up luke han and Chewie, oh God, I, I can only think assume that. that after the stormtroopers died, Yo, they were like, "Yo, we can feast them motherfuckers weeks. were munching, bro. That was like, <laughs> dude, we're not, we're, we're like not gonna have to go hunting for months. That <laughs> is a feast, bro. You are you are cooling. That's like where you've got too much leftovers. Like you gotta freeze that shit. Like that's <laughs> what we're talking about. Like they're like hit, they're like hitting the Death Star two wreckage. Like looking for meals, God, looking for meals." <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, oh shit, that's fucking funny. Uh, during, uh, this school session, though, we get mentioned of some expanded universe stuff. We get, uh, Corellian, the Corellian run and the Hydean way, which are both, ex- uh, they've been expanded upon in the EU, uh, which I thought was cool. They keep paying homage to stuff that longtime fans will be able to, like, I'm talking like, yeah, first generation that did, had to live the 15 year gap where there wasn't any new Star Wars. Like, it was just that trilogy, and they had to, like, re- they read shit. Just like... <laughs> also, like, the only thing that I feel like they would talk about, like, in a Star Wars school is, like, all right, now what's the quickest way between these two points in space? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what else do you need? Yeah. <laughs> I'll just fly everywhere. But uh, Karga tells Din that he's going to leave the, uh, the baby here so that they can talk uh, business. And as always, he's not a fan of the idea. <laughs> But uh, Karga says that where they're going, it's no place for a child. I promise he'll be safe here. And uh, he gets Kara's word for it, too, and uh, sets the child down. And all the kids whisper about how cute the little shit is. It's Yo, adorable. Billy, just, this just like, bro, he's just Billy Madison and this bitch is coming <laughs> to school 50 years old. Fuck it, man. <laughs> bro, you know it. And, uh, <laughs> cue the noise. When uh, when Din and the others exit, baby, uh, baby takes a look at the kid next to him. It's got did, this long, beautiful hair. Did any of you guys get this, like, vibe? Like, I know it's not, but, like, he, he, did, looked... he did look like young Boba. He yes, did. bro. He looked just like him. The hair, the colors on the, like, it seemed like they were just trying to fuck with you. Also, just like young Boba, he is an asshole. Yeah, he what the fuck, bro? Asshole. Share your cookies with the new kid. Share your fucking macarons get with him. With fire! Yo, what I had said. My fucking favorite young young Boba line from Attack of the Clones when Django yeah. is facing is Django is chasing Obi Wan. He goes, "Get him, Dad! Fire!" <laughs> no, I I when I saw him sit baby down and he was wanting those macaroons, all I could think about I was like, "Yo, if they give us a scene where Baby Yoda's in the lunchroom and sits by himself, I'm gonna cry. Like I was <laughs> gonna cry real tears." Bro, that'd be so sad. It literally. Oh, 
Bro, there would be I, no way that he would be by himself. Are you kidding me? Oh, there would no, be a all thousand kids, kids around, around him. Bro, yeah. he's, bro, he's 50, so he's older. You know Chick dig that shit. He's he <laughs> fuck shit. like, bro, yeah. come on. That's he a case, pack. bro. He is picking up the honeys. That's a case. People were like 10. <laughs> Yo, Baby Yoda is picking up the honeys. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Have some peace. Uh, he, asked, <laughs> he asked the kid if he can, uh, you know, have a macaroon. After he stares at him for a while. Yeah, if I ask you, me. Yeah, I mean, I, dude, I mean, I appreciate the stones on him. He's the new kid. He just pulls up like, yo, that's yours. I need some. Like, what the fuck? Like, no doubt. Those look good. Give. Grown boy. Like, I'm entitled to those. Those are some bright blue cookies. That looks schmack. Way better than the eggs I was just eating. I don't know, man. He was looking at the no, eggs. I mean, I mean, the egg he just, the, the last egg he ate. Oh. The fucking spider one. He's, he's well, like, Yo, no, he got, remember he saved one of the, one yeah, of the fish ladies' eggs. He ate it on the ship. Cause it's like, on the and closing like, scene. you're right. He did. You're correct. You're correct. I think those are like caviar when you think about it. Dude, you were just so and like you love these eggs, Joseph. All you think about is these Sorry. eggs and what they're doing for your baby Yoda marinating. Sorry, man. Hey, think about what these macaroons are doing for him, Joseph. But you know, he asked the kid if he can have a macaroon, and the kid's a real fucking dick about it. So instead of just handing him one, <laughs> baby's like, "Fuck you, kid! I'm gonna take the whole goddamn thing." And, you know, he uses the force and he pulls that shit right off his desk and the kid's like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> so what I was thinking about was the fact that, like, as a teacher, bro, what the fuck are you going to do there? Like, this kid's here for one day. There's no, you punish him. What the fuck is a punishment going to do? Like, What's this kid's kid not say? sticking around. He was my like, cookies and I don't know how. Do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> he stole my cookies and I don't know how. I don't know what the teacher would do, you know, or the kid. I mean, also, how do you look Baby Yoda in the face and be like, nah, you did some fucked up shit. Nah, you're definitely giving that man every benefit of the doubt. Like, yeah. he ain't guilty. No, I 100%, oh. I 100% think this might be one of, like, my favorite scene of this entire season so far. Yo, Just because it's, it's so, one. it's so cute and so funny because the kid is like, fuck you, I'm not giving you a cookie. And then he just, he turns his head for a second. And as soon as he turned his head and it panned, I was like, all right, those cookies are no longer his. Those cookies are babies now. And they just it panned back over, and baby's just sitting there with a cookie in his mouth, the blue shit already on his like already on his chest from where it crumbled down past his mouth, and he's just like, um, yeah, bro, just just munching those cookies, victorious. Yeah. And uh, after that, we uh we cut to Karga's office where we see the uh, Mithral again for the first time since he was put in Carbonite, and uh, Din follows in behind Karga and the Mithral. <laughs> Let's uh some sort of mist out of his neck, which I'm assuming is like he let out like a fart. <laughs> oh, I was thinking it was no. closer, like he pissed himself. No, oh, you know oh, it, they mentioned this on the speeder when they're driving out. It's his humidity mist, remember? Oh, it's his. It keeps him like hydrated. He's probably a like sea-ish creature, right? So like he yeah. might need like some water and his gills probably. So that probably covers that his gills. I thought that was reactionary. Yeah, that seemed like it was like a reaction of like what? almost like uh, like he pissed himself in fear. <laughs> oh well, I don't know. I just assumed that that Only was what he was talking version. about when they talked about it. And well, it could still be reactionary. Maybe if it senses it's like getting low or something, yeah. it like maybe, it's, maybe, so maybe he, like when he like saw them, break. he was like. Oh, Oh shit! And dried out for a second, and then it was yeah. him like breaking into sweat. You know? He's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> but uh, Karga explains that the uh, Mithril had dipped on him when he had money owed to him, and 
the Mithral cuts into fin- cuts into a uh, finish explaining that uh, Magistrate Karga was honorable honorable enough to let him work off his debt for the next three hundred and fifty years. That was pretty funny. What are you gonna do, man? <laughs> and what I liked about this is that like he's Magistrate Karga, which means he is running the city, which means he is basically Navarro's Lando. The way Lando was to Cloud City. And Bro, yeah. the funniest thing is, is I feel like Carl Weathers or just Grief Carga in general, but even Carl Weathers, like, bro, he is going to demand you call him magistrate. Like, there is no call. Like, that man, his sense for extravagance is like, nah, he ain't going to let you get away I am with some... magistrate Carga. Yeah, you will refer that to him as magistrate. That is magistrate Carga to you. With your fucking head. And he'll be like, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but try it. Try it. Yeah. Bro, he didn't refer try me, bitch. So, like, his town or his city, he said, it's my planet. <laughs> like, it's his really planet, did. bro. He did say it's his planet. <laughs> that is some GD yeah. shit, I, man. Yeah, I want these, I want the Imperials off my planet. <laughs> Damn. Well, uh, Din says, uh, if he runs off again, let me know. And I was just like, man, poor, poor Mithral. This guy's just got to be scared for his fucking life. And, uh, uh, Kara, Karga, and, uh, Din make their way over to talk some business. Karga says that the uh, repairs will take some time, so in the meantime, you'll have some free time? Maybe you could help us? Go to a very dangerous place that we're not really going to tell you about how dangerous it is? No, it was just it was an abandoned outpost. There's no one there. Well, Skeleton crew. Yeah, bro, um, as soon as you say that, you know that some shit's going to be like... popping. Oh, yeah. She... <laughs> Uh, Kara pulls up a, a hollow map of uh, Navarro, showing that uh, a ways down the road, there's an old Imperial base that has, uh, for some reason, not yet been abandoned, but has a skeleton crew. Karga explains that there's a lot of heavy weaponry and that he uh, he doesn't want it to get to the Black Marketeers, you know? They, I don't want them to come in, swoop up the goodies, making Navarro a hotbed for the Black Market again. Uh, Which is so funny, because of look at what his role was in the last like in oh, stage of like, Navarro. That, show, that shows how much he's... He's evolved as a man. No, I, absolutely. I, well, it's just like it's just so funny, like that, like change up, bro. Oh, like he was Listen. hiring people to kill people. <laughs> Whenever yeah. he's not in charge of the planet, he's gonna participate in the black market. But now that he's in charge of it, he wants to see a better Navarro. <laughs> but what's interesting too is that he like chose that life. That like that's what that's what's encouraging to me is that Grief Karga took over. He was, yeah. <laughs> he was like, I will I will lead this place from ruin, you know? And I, I appreciate that about my guy. That's that's not an easy task, man. To turn a planet no, not around. At all. Turn a planet around. <laughs> and he's got he's got big plans too. He says that if they take out the bait, uh Navarro will be completely safe and they could be a trade anchor for the entire sector. He wants to expand like a motherfucker. He's gonna Reef be the, the ultimate capitalist. Yeah, <laughs> make, the hey, you know what? make Navarro great again. All right, uh, let's get at it. <laughs> but uh, you know, Din agrees after this. He's like, "Fine, what are we looking at?" And uh, <laughs> we next see the uh, Mithral driving a land speeder across the lava flats with uh, Cara Dune sitting shotgun and Grief and Mando in the back. Karga's explaining the whole base is powered by a reactor. We get in there, we blow it up. Bye bye base. That's the plan. So uh, is it that me sounds like or, a solid plan? Or That's does, like a three-step plan. Does every Imperial base, Death Star, anything have the dumbest way to power it, or vent out air, or whatever? The easiest way to blow it up? Yeah, it's always just well, extremely convenient. <laughs> but I also feel like with those type of things, I mean, like once you're making a base that's run entirely on one power source, that's 
all gotten from one thing, it's going to be easy to destroy. Because, like, the Death Star was powered by a giant reactor. This is powered by a giant fucking lava reactor. Like, they're requiring so much power that you you have to make it be something that's super complex that if you just slightly fuck it up, it's going to ruin everything. Oh, and is there anything that's more just imperial than a, a fucking lava secret, reactor? A secret cloning facility in a fucking lava in a fucking lava flat planet? Yeah. No, there isn't. It's great. It's Damn. just perfect. But uh you know, uh Mithral asks how close they want him to drop him off. And uh, Karga says, the front door will be just fine. And the uh, Mithril is like, well, that's a bit unsafe for a citizen, don't you think, buddy? <laughs> and uh, Karga's like, I'll tell you what. Knock a hundred years off your debt. Or we'll leave you out here. And I'll take your humanity vest. Your choice. And Dang. he's like, well, that's not much of a choice, is it? And Cardoon's like, <laughs> fuck this guy. <laughs> so Basically, Karga's bitch at this point. Yeah. I like, 100%. there were a couple, like the first time he said it, I was like, you know, I kind of feel bad for this dude. Like this dude is pretty much a slave for the next 350 years for the, for the rest of his life. And then he just keeps on being like, I'll take a hundred years off your sentence. And I was like, all right, no, this is pretty funny. This See, I enjoy that, this. Actually. That's the thing too, is that Karga is taking advantage of the fact that like his lifespan isn't another 350 years. So he can just like make this guy do anything by knocking years off his death. Yeah. It won't affect him at all because like if, as long as he keeps that shit above like let's be real like 50, 60 years max. He still got him for the rest of he his life. He still got him yeah. for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they get to the door and uh, the three hop out and try to uh, get the door open. And the controls are all melted because the uh, quote imperial trash wasn't built to withstand lava. And uh, Mithral's like well I'm a I'm a hit out. Uh, you guys want to hit me up? You guys want to hit me up on the com? We can set up a rendezvous time later. And uh, <laughs> and uh, Karg is not having that. He says uh, he'll knock another thirty years off his debt if he uh, shuts up and helps. And uh, the Mithril goes, "Well, you want to be quick about it?" <laughs> I was like, "Damn, bro, you just don't know when to shut the fuck up." And uh, Karga tells him to grab the flange cutter and get the door open. And uh, while they're trying to figure that out, Din's like, I'll be right back. And he just goes goes ahead and goes on upstairs with he the... Just, uh... He really just fucks right off. Yeah, Bro, like, I'll, I thought... I'll be, I'll be right back. I thought at least one of them was going to be like, man, I want one of those. But oh, like, yeah. it didn't happen. I, I was really waiting for it, and I'm like, wow. Oh, yeah, Cara Dune 100% at some point is going to be like, yeah, I, I really like those. <laughs> one of those. Hey, can I be like an honorary Mandalorian or... <laughs> But, uh, you know, he flies off, and then just a few seconds later, we hear some as a uh, trooper falls falls to the ground from from the sky. They're so bad. They're so bad. And I had this thought. I was like, when I when I looked at my notes, which were actually videos, but whatever, um, <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there watching, and I sat there and said, I'm like, dude, these things are like play out, like a like. Anyone off the Lakers bench in the playoffs. Just goddamn awful, dude. Just, like, <laughs> useless. And it's like, bro. And then I thought about it, and I was like, dude, what if they just get, like, no respect from George Lucas at all? They're just like, George Lucas created this character to just get absolutely shit on. Like, that was his goal. And then I was like, damn. Those poor you, said, you said that they were, like, the Lakers bench in the playoffs this last year? Okay, Ray John Rondo was incredible. Well, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm with you here. I'm with you here. I'm saying Moff Gideon's about to level up. 
the way Rob Polinka did this offseason. Okay. With the dark troopers. At Yo. The yeah. The bro, noise, baby. Right. I think. The noise. That was just a perfect basketball analogy. <laughs> we do it all. I mean, we, we really do it do. all. If we you do, don't listen, uh, I mean, like, if you're not listening to this, what are you doing? Oh, you're making a big fat fucking mistake is what you're doing. Uh, but the elevator opens <laughs> and, uh, Kara and Karga invite the Mithra all inside and he says, well, you know what? He'll be fine. And they're like, well, you'll die. So <laughs> see come <ya>. on. <laughs> so come on up. And he's like, fine. Uh, but we, uh, we next get a, a shot of the full length of the base built into the canyon. And this is just some real imperial ass shit right here. It looked pretty badass and I enjoyed it. Uh, but the uh, three arrive at the top of the elevator and it opens where they are greeted by Din surrounded by trooper bodies. And he goes, empty base, huh? <laughs> Not, not the case. The, uh, the Mithral spots a, a badass Imperial weapon called a uh, Trexler Marauder. Wow. He says that they will, uh, you know, they could get a fortune for this on the black market. And Mando says, well, it's going to burn up just like the rest of this place. So let's fuck right off. Maybe not. <laughs> and uh, they make their way into the base. And we cut up to an imp watching security cameras. And he knows, notices one is down, so he tries to engage with them on the comms. But, uh, you know. He ain't got time for that. You know, Kara sneaks up, chokes this man the fuck out uh, like it ain't no fucking problem. And Din slips in, scrambles the signal of all the cameras. Karga finds a code cylinder on this guy's unconscious body, and they're making their way straight through this fucking base, you know. They sneak through it, pass several troopers, get to a door. They're like, Mithral, open that shit. <laughs> I like how he's just their bitch. Like, they just oh, yeah. absolutely. No, they make him make... do everything. Yeah, no. Yeah, like, they literally act like everything they could make him do, they did. <laughs> it's really fucking funny though and i hope he kind of uh serves this role i mean he'll he will serve this role every time he pops up the rest of the series which is oh, yeah. fucking hilarious do you want 20 uh, more years off <laughs> but uh you know they uh they open this door with the uh, code cylinder thing that cargo got off his body and behind these doors is the control for the reactor and they're like all right mithril <laughs> get on out over the lava and uh, turn this thing the fuck off. Heck and he's no, like, but, but no, no, please. And he's like, I'll knock another whatever many years off your sentence if you do it. And he's like, oh, fine. And then, he, you know, he heads out there. <laughs> he's like, there's no guardrail on this thing. <laughs> and they're like, yep, nope, there's not. Very, what are you uh, do? Very, rem- very reminiscent of Star Wars Episode Four when uh, Ben Kenobi snuck around the outside mm. to uh, turn off their reactor. Or their... Uh, that wasn't the reactor. That would have been the uh, fucking what's the thing called when it uh, pulls the ship in? Tractor beam. Tractor beam. I could not get. The, I could not get the word. But uh, you know, Mithral eventually he figures it out. He deactivates the reactor, and he's like, "What's going up? Let's get out of here!" And they bounce, and uh, the lava rises, alarm sound, and they're retreating, heading back to for the speeder. And Cargus says that they have ten minutes at most, which is not a lot of time given the rest of the episode. Uh, <laughs> and they uh, they duck out of sight when a group of troopers is running down the hall ahead and sends them in the direction of two imps trying to clear the drive and they are wearing the same costumes that we've seen worn by Dr. Pershing which is important when the group arrives one of the two imps yells destroy it and the other fires upon the computer they exchange shots but the imps stood absolutely no fucking chance because do you know who you're fucking with and uh yeah absolutely the uh you know the group looks to the wall lined with vats of blue liquid 
containing lifeless and likely failed clones. And uh, what a fucking reveal this was, huh? I mean, this was probably the only time this episode where I was just jaw dropped. I don't know what to, I don't, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to say. Or I just don't know. It was. I mean, and let let's talk. Let's talk about it. Theories. Who do you, what do you think is being cloned here? What's going on here? So I know we kind of talked about the Snoke thing. And while I do, I've seen side by sides and like the scar kind of thing. I get. I, I just feel up. like, I, yeah, I, I agree. I feel up. like it's just too small. The body, it's too small. Snoke was. Well, I mean, it is a failed clone. Oh, well. this is. It could also be like early stuff on the on Snoke because this is how many years is this after the fall of the? I think five. Yeah, so we're talking about there's still another what like. 12 years before or like i think i think there's like 25 years oh yeah shit because uh what's his name i think there's like a 28 Um, year gap because kylo ren is like 20 is like almost 30 in the sequel right yeah something like that yeah so there's like another 20 years before the before the first order truly rises again and then another like five or so before like the sequel trilogy so this could just be like early work that they're doing on like perfecting clones and shit so this could just be like another failed clone as they're trying to force midichlorians into clones. I wonder if we're going to get some... I, I don't think we'll get this. I'm just posting, posing some theories considering we're humoring the Snoke idea. What if Moff Gideon's got a connection to, you know, Exegol? He's talking I mean, to, and he's, oh. got, he's got a Palpatine line. I would, I was love say, I, I would think he would because he is like a higher up in the remnants of the of the Empire. So I mean, Yeah, and Palpatine, Palpatine's still running shit, you know. Like in the shadows, yeah. yeah he, he's running shit, and in the shadows, always. I mean, who yeah. else would they work for? You know. Well, that's the thing too, is that like, uh, we don't know. We don't know what else is out there. There's, there's also a chance that Moff Gideon is just like one of like ten warlords who is trying to gain control of shit. You know, we never know who the fuck is out there. I was gonna say because there are like at this point, it, uh, there are a bunch of like warlords, like former Empire like, higher-ups that are just, like, trying to carve out their own new empire, but there also are, like, people who are still trying to resurrect the First Order, and the way that Moff, like, especially in not this episode, but the episode before, the way he was talking to the one pilot... Long live the Empire. Yeah, I get heavy that he's... I get heavy vibes of he's not just one of those guys who he's like, alright, the Empire fell, I'm just gonna carve my own chunk of the galaxy out and just be... He has a dedication. Yeah, yeah, he does seem like a company man for sure. Yeah, he is trying to revive the Empire 100%, and that's the type of thing you would research if you're trying to bring back, you know, the fucking Sith Lord. You're researching cloning and all that stuff. Well, they're, they're, and see, that's, that's what we need some clarification on. Like, how long had Palpatine been cloned when we see him in the Rise of Skywalker? How soon after Return of the Jedi did they bring his clone essence into being again? Well, you know? didn't he immediately, cause that's the only reason he survived the, the deaths, like Death Star uh, 2.0. The only reason he survived it was because of the fact that while he was falling, he literally just like transferred his, essence or whatever you want to call it into a clone oh and so i think he's i didn't know that yeah i think he's like the the, what we see in like the force awakens i think he's literally been that like uh like decaying clone since the death star and i think like what they're researching now is to try and get 
a clone that they can actually like use the that can use the force and all that stuff that he can Ooh, eventually go into. So do you think I, these clones are supposed to be Palpatine, and then they just got so messed up that it turned out to be a Snoke character? And then Palpatine. No, that's said, the thing too. Is there are theories that Snoke is just a failed Palpatine? Yeah, yeah that makes Whoa. sense because that you was know. the whole like all the clones that could like that they could put the force into were all like deformed and gross looking and that would result in a Snoke. And I think this is just like to try and show like because whenever whenever they first said like oh Snoke was a clone, uh, Sidious like transferred his mind into a new clone. Everyone at first was like. Well, where the where, why are they just like just bringing clones out of nowhere? I think this is just to kind of like like throw a bone to people who are kind of like no, they've been working on clones this whole time. This well, has been in their plan since day one of the Empire is because Palpatine knows he's dying eventually. Well, that's the thing is that like the Clone Wars happened before the Empire. There's no way that like Palpatine's not secretly doing cloning exactly. somewhere. Yeah, that means evil as fuck. Of course, he's cloning <laughs> shit somewhere. Somewhere in this fucking galaxy, yeah. there's clones. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think this is what that is: is them just being like, "See, look, he's actually he is really as evil as." <laughs> yeah, I don't think he died going down the hole. Like you know, everyone that goes down a hole doesn't die, um, in Star Wars unless we see their body dead. Um, I think if this was like a transfer of essence sort of thing, I think he would have been dead, and then. Like he would have had some form of a Force Ghost, even even though we've only seen you know friendly, you know Jedi version of Force Ghosts. Maybe he's dead and he can manipulate the Force, you know somehow, and and that's how he put himself into Snoke. See, that's the problem is that we just do not have the clarity. Like and, I would love, I would love, and like we can theorize all we want, and I, I I know there's really there's a lot of fun in the theorizing, but it's like. It would also be nice to know what the fuck happened with Palpatine. <laughs> so no, I yeah. think that, like what I was saying, I think that is actually something they've come out and said, like in one of the oh. like, um, you know, like how like after the movies they always release like the art of mm-hmm. like books that go in more in depth about different like parts of the movie. I yeah. think in one of the art of books or something like that, they actually came out and said Palpatine survived. Like he 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 was gonna die because it was literally a fall into it giant fucking hole and then that entire space station blew up and fell onto a different planet like he's not surviving that um and i think like they said like this is how he survived it is he transferred his essence and so i think they've actually like confirmed like that was how might be misremembering all like some of this but i think they have actually confirmed it all right well i'll have to look into that more uh but uh you know at this point, I, I just thought about. I would love to hear what noise Palpatine's making as he's falling in this Death Star. I mean, how many times have, are there memes of freaking Palpatine like no, 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 and fucking? You know, I think he's falling the entire. I think he's falling the entire way, just like fucking asshole. I'll kill him. <laughs> I think that man is one of the dopest. He has one of the dopest moves. In all of Star Wars history, yo, the like whirling dervish, bro. He did a 1080. <laughs> you know, like, who else can do that? You know, damn, bro. Yoda, Yoda, Yoda can. Yoda, Yoda can. But dude, Yoda when I, I have another theory, theory, I laugh every time. Every time I, I have another it. theory regarding these clones. Oh, at, let's fucking go. Keep them fucking coming. So, at the end, we see the dark troopers. Right? These are droids. In the EU, that was only the first evolution of the dark trooper after that it was a force or a group 
that used the force and was like answered to one man. So I'm thinking these clones, they're trying to make an army of force users to put into dark trooper armor. Yeah, at Moff Gideon's command. That'd be scary. That could be another option. Yeah, can you imagine like that would be a clone so and them just put putting their hand out and you're like, "What are you doing?" And you just start choking Yo. out of nowhere. Like, Yo. you're like, "What? Well, what are you doing?" And then you get slammed against the wall. Wouldn't Dude, be fucking mad. Just like, I don't know. I just, that like, would be that's the opposite end of the spectrum. Like we're taking stormtroopers being just utter shit and just can't fuck with <laughs> anyone, and now they're gonna be op as fuck. You like, know, I. I think I truly believe that Palpatine's behind all of it, and he wants him for himself. I don't think he wants to share this power with anyone else. Well, that'd be—I mean, that'd be cool too. And I'm down. I'm down with that. Yeah, I don't, I'm I don't down think with that he would. Well. He would put him in in just stormtrooper or like cl- just armor and like make him go do the fuck shit. But I mean, well, that, that other option that like I'm posing is that Moff Gideon has no line to Palpatine whatsoever. Mm. He is not under his influence. He is planning his own thing and trying to rebuild the empire under him. I don't think people are that scared of Moff Gideon to kill themselves. I think they're that scared of Palpatine that they're yeah. going to bite their tooth and off themselves. Then I don't, I don't think Moff Gideon can be that scary well, they did force. talk about how he just uh, killed a whole platoon of soldiers because, like, one of them spoke out of turn. I mean, in the last yeah, but he is—you're right—he is kind of an asshole. I feel in a like, good way. I feel like there's someone above him. I don't know. No, no, no. but that would seeing like I don't want to dismiss your theory because I absolutely fucking love it, and I I would absolutely love if like at some point just randomly like Moff Gideon was like my lord, and he like accepted a hologram, oh. and it was Palpatine just like. Mr. Gideon. Oh. I feel like he almost ha- has to be just because of the fact, like, the, the way we've seen his character so far, he had, like, he's the perfect character of, I am fully devoted to the Empire. And he's high enough ranking that he would have known about, like, all the different thousand different, like, orders that Palpatine had for after his death. Um, Yo. Have in you- the Rise of Skywalker, in the Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. when that uh, general takes over after Hux dies. The way they end the call in that hologram, I'm pretty sure, is Palpatine tells him, "Long live the Empire." Yeah, I it, I think that is that is right. 100%. Also, Colton, have you played uh, Star Wars Squadrons? I haven't played it all the way through. Oh, wait, but I've started. Wait, wait, no, or sorry, not Star Wars, or what? No, not Star Wars Squadrons. Um, all in order. Battlefront Two. Oh. Battlefront Two. Yeah. Are you talking about Corvus or? I'm just talking about like the general that. Like is the like main character's dad or whatever mm-hmm. that like the admiral that he know like he clearly knows about the final order and all that stuff because they end up like because of everything that ends up happening in the story. Yeah. So I feel like there's no way that Moff Gideon wouldn't also know about the true like the the plans for after his eventual death, and so I feel like Moff Gideon knows and is also planning on resurrecting the Empire for Palpatine and just killing everyone. <laughs> Okay. Well, this has just gotten into a whole different lane for this show. Yeah, man. We like, are just if, if we if we tie Palpatine <laughs> into this fucking show, do you realize how important that makes this to canon? Yeah, that's <laughs> very saying. true. It is the gap filled, like like the gap. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, I, I mean, we are we're already about to tie uh, Ahsoka into it. Yeah. 
So like where they they really just said, all right, I know we let's, like let's season make one the show that will make everything worth it. Yeah, I know season <laughs> one had nothing to do with canon at all. Let's tie every single important character that is still alive and still relevant back into it. <laughs> oh, I I think they saw the mess up with you know the the sequel series, and they said let's plan so this out fix this? from day one. <laughs> let's plan out from day one. Have everything set in stone. Mm-hmm. Have know what we're going for. I, I think they're. I think they're definitely tying it in. But I. Oh, I just don't yeah. know. I just think. God. I don't know. I don't know if they. I don't. I feel like then you have to put a box creatively well, around Avro like, and Filoni, and they're probably just like. I don't know if they want. Like they're not, dude. Think about how oh. good they are creatively. Like you can't put them in any sort of box. But I mean even mm-hmm. any box that you would create around it like to keep it in canon, like there's always still like it's still a TV show so they can just be like, "All right, I know we've been on this like this four episode arc of us getting to Ahsoka. But we're going to fuck off for one episode to go see Navarro because we think it'd be fun create creativity-wise yeah. to go do this." So they can like it's because it's a TV show and you're not limited to you know, two hours of screen time in a movie theater that takes four years to develop, they, they it doesn't really put a box around them. There's also the question of do they bring nah, – I think they have – like I'm trying to think of a way they wouldn't tie into the Skywalker saga because they like said this is the end of the Skywalker saga. Like we're not going to do anything else with it. Wouldn't tying Palpatine and stuff like that into it add to it? I mean, I think not really. To. If they keep it outside of like the true, like if they don't include a Skywalker in it, I think they have to, man. I mean, everything is just pointing towards it at this point. I mean, See, and you know, they, I know if you if they do that, I'll be so happy. They but put like, it in the time, my hopes down. The time that they're you know in <laughs> yeah. right now, it's the gap that we don't know anything about. You know, is it too out? Okay, I have this one other thought. Is it too out there? To say that Snoke exists right now, that's Palpatine's clone. He figured out a way to clone people on Exegol. But this clone is trying to do what Palpatine has been doing right now. And oh, that, they're that, now you're getting this. real expansive. So yeah. we're going to get like a Palpatine versus Palpatine sort of. Dude, <laughs> we're like be... Inception levels of shit right like, now. We are just fucking think, in here. Bro. Yeah, they think Palpatine's dead. <laughs> They're answering to Snoke. Turns out it's actually Palpatine. You know, they're telling them. I I don't know. This is insane. We've been talking about theories for like ten minutes now, and they're all they all could happen. No, like very. I also, I also just think them like if they try and like truly say like the Skywalker saw like we're done with it. That's just like that's not possible if they're working in the time span from like twenty BBY right. to right. you know forty ABY. <laughs> Anything yeah, in time in, in in that time span is just going to inherently be involved in the Skywalker saga. That's definitely unless true. you that's, truly. That's why I was saying. That's why I ended up being like, yeah. no, nah, they wouldn't. They they definitely end up yeah. tying it in somehow. Unless you truly just say there's no force involved, and like unless you took Baby Yoda out of it, and it was just Din just flying around the galaxy, getting up to you know misadventures and all that stuff. That's the only way that you can truly have it be outside of the Skywalker saga. It's so funny looking at where we are now and like me thinking back to before the series started and me being oh my just gosh. clueless 
as to where the fuck it would go. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you would, I don't think I, I or anyone was would... so ready for it. Yeah, I was I'd... so ready to just be like, I'm ready to follow this guy around. And I'm ready to follow this guy. Something completely else than yeah. what I anticipated. And it's so much better than I anticipated. Oh, so much better. Do you think I saw... we'll get answers this season, though, about what we're no. what? Like the, the clones, clones or the Palpatine? The clone, no, like, not a the chance. Clone in generals, like whatever the theory may be. Do you think it's this? Maybe finale. St- maybe finale. I think they still have so much to build with Moff, G- Moff Gideon yeah. that, like, you don't have to jump the gun for anything bigger than him. Exactly. You don't I have think... to go to Palpatine this season because you've still got Moff Gideon to establish, and we're already four or what is it, three, three, four it's episodes four. in. Four episodes. Yeah, we're four episodes in. So I mean, if they're going eight, yeah. eight episode season, which they are, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so we're halfway. Episodes. So we're halfway through. Like, think about, and this is what I I, te- I texted this to you guys today. In the trailer, there's only footage from the first four episodes, so we have literally no indication. We have seen zero from anything that's about to happen from here on out. I mean, we I know Ahsoka's coming, but we have not seen anything. We have Man. not heard, like we literally. It's just our guesses. It's yeah. just our guesses and what they've teased, but. Even then, that's still like how much have they teased and still not revealed, and how much have they not teased that just came out of the blue? So like, we are in for a fucking roller coaster. Yo, I'm I'm fucking ready. I yeah, no, I, also, I need the episode now. Yeah, no, I can't wait for it. I also think that these these clones right here could literally be like just one of those things that they show for like what it, what were they on the screen for like thirty seconds maybe. Mm-hmm. In this episode of season two, and they might not bring it back until midway through the next season. That's oh great. yeah, that, that's just a, because that's there's possibility. There's so much more that they can build up onto, yeah. and then they can bring it up. Episode four of season three, they can be like, "Oh yeah, remember those clones you saw for thirty seconds? Palpatine was actually one of those clones, and he's here to kill you." Oh, no. I have another theory that I'm really excited about to get to later. So let's uh, move on. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. <laughs> All right. Wow, that was awesome. That was a tangent, it was. and it I love it. And, and I'm I'm willing to bet we'll take another theory tangent here in a little bit. But uh, Kara d- just disgusted says, "I thought you said this was a, a forward operating base." Kara's <laughs> like, "Well, I fucking thought it was." <laughs> and Kara uh, <laughs> points out that this is obviously no military operation; it's a fucking lab. And she commands the Mithral to go to the computer and figure the shit out. <laughs> just uh, figure the Mithral. Out. I don't know. And uh, he retrieves a hologram of Doctor Pershing. And in the message, Pershing says the following. I wrote the whole thing down. All right. Replicated the results of the subsequent trials, which also resulted in catastrophic failure. There were promising effects for an entire fortnight, but then, sadly, the body rejected the blood. I highly doubt we'll find a donor with a higher M count, though. I recommend that we suspend all experimentation. I fear that the volunteer will meet the same regrettable fate if we proceed with the transfusion. Unfortunately... We have exhausted uh, we have exhausted our initial supply of blood. The child is small, and I was only able to harvest a limited amount without killing him. If these experiments are to continue as requested, we would again require access access to the donor. I will not disappoint you again, Moff Gideon. They're grabbing Ahsoka's blood. Maybe. I mean maybe. Is it do Is your midichlorian count just set and it never grows? Or is it as you get you know, I think so. I, like as you become, I think it's just set. Yeah, I think it's just like something that, like, yeah, I think it's set at birth. If you much. were, if you were to argue, but if we do, considering kind of what Joseph said, I feel like it's probably more at, at a young age. Maybe like it's one of those things where like Baby Yoda probably has more now 
Like, and that's not to say that he would, yeah, like, and that's not to say that he would deteriorate necessarily. No, no, no. I get what you're saying. It's just something as he gets older. Like, I feel like it's probably like really concentrated and like really like there as a young. Like, I just feel like because think about how many times you see like in shows where like there's a young kid or like young somebody with powers. Like, it's super strong, right? I mean, think about Anakin. Like when they they felt it super hard when he was like super young. You know what I mean? I feel like, but I don't know. That's I think that a chlorine count grows. I don't know. I think as you become one more, you know, one with the force. I mean, midichlorians are how the force is manipulated, sort of thing. And I guess I don't know. I I think your midichlorian count is just how easily you can pick it up, and then I I think it can grow over time. See, I think steroids. Steroids in the Star Wars universe, just like Mandal- <laughs> or midichlorian steroids, just like uh, just put Barry Bonds that shit. Just um, fucking... See, no, I think it's like constant, but like your like force powers, like it's how easily you can manipulate use the midichlorians and like to manipulate stuff. And so that's why, like, as you get older, you get better at manipulating them. But I think it's like constant because I, I like the way that I imagine it is, it's like you have X number of midichlorians like in each cell, and then like as you grow up, that number just stays constant. Yo, you know what I just thought about? Hmm. What's up? How do we only use ten percent of our brain? But like, it's like <laughs> that's no. not true. Okay. Yeah, we use one hundred percent all the time. It's one hundred percent while we're sleeping. But I learned that in psychology. Like, I was like, "How do we only use ten percent of our brain?" My teacher was like, "That's fucking false." You're an idiot. <laughs> How dare you ask me that? And no. I was like, I was, I was like, man, that's so disappointing. I wanted to only use ten percent of my brain power. Bro, what like, is that? What about the other ninety percent? Like, Where did all that? Yeah, what uh, was that movie? Lucy? Is that what it was? Lucy. Yeah, Bro, that's Scarlett that Johansson. Irrelevant now. I'm never gonna watch it. I mean, I haven't seen it, but now I'm definitely not gonna watch it. This shit is all based on a fucking lie. Nah, I saw that I movie watch it for a uh, doesn't does Morgan Freeman narrate that movie? He does. I can't remember. Okay, can't then remember. just watch it one. for that. It's a great. I saw just... it once, and it was in theaters. Yeah, it's not a great movie, but listening to Morgan Freeman talk is okay, always but like, amazing. I really want to finish my thought, even though it's not true, and now I'm really upset about it. But like, <laughs> bro, tell me how, if we only use 10%, I'm making air quotes for those of you that can't see this. Um, If you only use 10%, bro, tell me why I could get shot anywhere in my brain and the odds are it's going to fuck up some shit in my brain. But like, bro, I only use 10%. So by in theory, 90% of the surface area in my brain should be okay to just get blasted to fucking smithereens. But oh, like, you're no. absolutely, you're absolutely but, but, fucking right. Like there's like this much wiggle room in there, bro. Like what the fuck is that? I only use 10% anyway. Why can't I just get like some fucking, why, like why? That's fucking bullshit to me. I mean, yeah, I know it's bullshit hilarious. At, I was, at the stem of it, but like still, I, when that was my train of thought, that was what I was thinking. I was so curious what you were going to ask whenever you said you know what even though it's not true i'm still gonna ask it i was like god i wonder what it is if it's I like mean, what, what this question is and then you went with that and i'm so happy you went with, I, you I had continued. to i had to get it out there i mean like you guys are my like jumping off point like i throw all my shit at you guys like the kitchen sink like so i have a theory and i had to connect a few dots here to try and make this theory i think boba fett was hired by moff gideon Dude, and I think, so and I think he was hired by Moff Gideon to find him a body they could use as a volunteer to get the blood of Baby Yoda. And you know who I think he picked up at the end of season one, episode five, 
is Fennec Shand. And I think Fennec Shand will be our volunteer here. Shit. You, She's already bro, a trained assassin. She's you are so fucking, like, you just get this shit, dude. You fucking... I think that's gotta be it, Yeah, right? why, else, why else would it show someone with spurs, obviously, someone we know, walk up to a supposedly dead body of somebody and then just cut off? We haven't heard anything from it. That's no, another only... great example of what kind of what I was talking about with the with the uh, clone bodies is where they're it's a thirty second scene that no one that everyone like freaks out about for two weeks and then completely forgets about and then it becomes super important in season two. There there is the problem though that at the end of season two, episode one, Boba Fett was on Tatooine watching Din. Now the pro that doesn't have to be a problem. It could just be that you know Boba's following Din. Yeah, I mean, she could be captured somewhere on an Imperial, you know, just something, you know, the, and then he's just wanting Baby Yoda back because that's the only midichlorian blood that they know mm-hmm. as of yep. right now, which soon I think Boba's going to follow Mando and then they're going to see Ahsoka and then maybe Ahsoka's going to do some force shit and they're going to be like, ooh. Bigger blood volume. Let's get this bitch, and she. That be, is the possibility, yeah. and like that's that's another theory that I posed is that next week when we do get to Ahsoka, and we'll get well actually we'll get to that we'll get to that, but that's that's kind of my theory. Who the volunteer is is yeah. Fennec Shand. One maybe that's yeah, my idea. maybe kind of as he was saying is that the reason Boba Fett was on Tatooine at the end was he was tailing Den to try and mm-hmm. eventually capture Baby Yoda for Grief Karga. Or, or not Grief Carter, Moff Gideon. That too. Man. That too. But uh, Din looks to the room, hopeful, saying that this transmission has to be old. Moff Gideon is dead. And <laughs> the Mithral says, no, this message is three days old. And like the music gets so tense here. Like I already knew Moff Gideon was alive, but it scared yeah, the shit dude, out of him. I had such vibes. Like, you remember when uh, Obi-Wan and Yoda come to the temple in three? Mm. And they turn on the... Um, you know, the message or whatever, they look at the footage, you know, and they Security play that. Hologram. Yeah. Dude, that's the exact vibes. Like that eeriness, like that feeling yeah. of just like, oh, God, like things. dread, like that, bro. Oh, I, it's same feeling. Like, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying too. Like, cause it just feels so ominous. Uh, yes. It was just like, fuck. They found out, like, and, what are, oh, like, they had one. me worried. I was like, oh. what are we gonna do? And, like, I'd been watching him this whole time, and, like, it was fine. Like, <laughs> it's been fine so far, but now your, I'm like, oh my god. Your first thought is, oh god, he's still alive, and you're like, oh wait, I knew that. I, knew that. I think it's just the fact that they know now. Like, oh yeah, they had to get that out there. Like, they, oh. like they, Moff had to be revealed at some point. Uh, But, you know, Din has the realization here. That if Moff Gideon is still around, he definitely cannot be leaving the child alone. Yeah. As he he tries to make a break for it, the troopers rain down on them and uh, a firefight ensues. But uh, they take cover and quickly take them out. And Mando's like, yo, I got to get back. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, we get it. Get the fuck out of here. Take the jetpack. They're a lot faster. And uh, See ya. Yeah. And like he he had to get the fuck out of there. And uh, down on another corridor, Karga and Kara are... Karga, Kara, and Mithral uh, flee from some Imperials, and they exchange some fire. Uh, Din, on the other side of the uh, you know facility, dispatches a couple troopers without granting them the time to react. <laughs> and uh, 
he arrives at the reactor controls again and tries to fly out, but, you know, he gets shot at, so he dispatches this one. Two more come up behind him, and uh, another blasts him when he arrives at the top. But, uh, you know, he murders him, and on his way out, he murdered two. And then one of them flies in to the lava below. It's just, it's just a, it's just an exquisite, exquisite scene showing how badass Dan is. It's just so <laughs> he's on a bro. mission, you know. Like he's, he's on a. He's I'm getting to back to my child. Yeah, like, okay. He's it also letting, made me happy. Yeah, he's not I holding really anything wanted, back. Yeah, I really wanted someone to fall into that lava. As soon as they got up to it, and it was a lava reactor. I was like, oh, someone's. Perfect. I Someone want someone to fall in. in that, and I mean, yeah, they're burning to death in a super painful way, but I don't care. I want to see someone fall in that lava. I feel like it's pretty instant. You never know. We'll never know unless we fall into lava, and we'll only know for a couple seconds. Yeah, let's, give, let's give it a unless, try. Dude, no, that instant. is not instant. No fucking way is it instant, bro. Even no, if it is instant, bro, what if it's like what if it's painful. like he falls all the way down? And he like he like hits it, and it just goes really slow. He's just like, quick sanding, bro. Dude, you could go all the way up to your fucking waist, and it's fo- it's lava, so it's gonna cauterize it. You're not gonna bleed out. No, because at, su- at a certain point, you're dying of shock from that. Your heart is gone. Your brain is gone. <laughs> yeah, it's obviously, once you get to the what? internal organ, yeah, like the important shit. Yeah. But if what you if land on your feet, feet, bro, you're if fine. If I'm just belly flopping into this lava, bro. obviously I'm going to lose Look, my bro, fucking I'm mind. Fucking it is not like quick Get the fuck out of here. If I'm falling that high. That's bad. On that shit. I'm built different, bro. Stop talking about how you would die in lava. Listen, I always land on my feet, Joseph. I would land on my feet. And slowly sink into the lava. Why do you think it's quicksand? Like, I think you just bloop dead. It's not water. It, bro. It that shit ain't viscous at all, bro. That shit is mad thick. That shit thicker <laughs> than a bowl of oatmeal. Funny. Come on, now, bro. But uh, <laughs> after uh, after this guy fucking uh, you know, falls in, uh, Den blasts off on his jetpack, and we cut again to the other three, and they get back to the hangar where they met with a uh, opposition. Some stormtroopers firing down on them, and they uh, they seem like they're pinned down, but Kara's like, yo, cover me. And she runs over to the Trexler Marauder. She gets started up, pulls up behind Karga, and uh, Mithron is like, hop in, bitches. We're, we're respecting women. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> they dip on out of there over the cliff, smashing Mithral's speeder. And uh, they are closely followed by some troopers on speeder bikes, which originally looked super fucking pimp. Yeah. And then two of them die in the most funny yeah. way possible. God, it literally confirmed my theory. Like, no, that nobody has respect for these fucking guys. They can be nobody. armed with the coolest shit, and they're going to be like, what's the fucking most embarrassing thing that we can make happen to these guys? They're- Let's make them crash into each other going down this Just mountain. off of the jump. Like, we're talking about you just took off, bro. You have been on this thing for maybe 10 seconds. Okay, but in their defense, together. No, in their defense, they were trying to go down this like down a fucking like forty five degree slope. Here's the figure out another way down. Oh, they had another way down. Like they could have gone down. If they're stored up there, they're obviously expected to go down that fucking way. Not that route, dude. Listen, here's what I have to say. Whoever does fucking quality control for the Empire, bro, they fucking suck at their job. They're Creed Bratton in this bitch, bro. They just fucking suck. <laughs> there have been there have been so many times in this episode especially where they've just put little things in that didn't need to be included but have made me so happy. The stormtrooper, the – falling into the lava, them landing on the guy's speeder for no reason at all, but it was super funny. 
Because it's just another like, fuck you to the guy. How much can we say fuck you to Mithra? Yeah, them the the uh, the on the speeders all colliding into each other. Because as they went off that, I saw them going down the slope. I was like, oh, at least half of them are dying just just to get onto flat land. They're all dying. And as soon as they started colliding, because the people I was watching with, they were like, oh, this is so cool. And I was like, no, they're dead. And they're like, no, they're fine. And they started colliding. I was like, told you. That's just the way it Dude. works. It's awesome. I love Dude. it. Think Ultra about how 80. big of a hole is left in this this episode without Mithril. Bro, what are they doing? What are they going to do? Who are they going to shit on the entire they time? Needed Purely responsible for everything. <laughs> like, this was the dude in the group project that just gets, like, everybody tells him to do the work. And, like, rather than standing up and being like, yo, I'm giving all these fuckers zeros on the fucking survey. <laughs> and they're getting their ass a fucking F. Like, no. This man was like, yeah, I'll do it. Like. Bro, and then and then on the survey at the end, they all gave him a zero by landing on his fucking speeder. <laughs> they said he didn't do shit. Side note, really quick, looked up the lava thing. Uh, if you step foot in lava at all, or you're around lava, your lungs instantly burn and you can't breathe at all. Well, I, but he has a mask on, so he has a breathing mask. You die. No, nope. you, you die. You no, don't sink. That's fucking wild. You were correct about you don't sink. You 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 kind of float for a little bit, but you're dead. Your lungs literally, you're done. Yeah, but he's in he's in clone armor, and that those have like breathers on him. He's good for a little bit. Sorry, I could survive without anything. So I don't know what the conversation is about. He's just built different, Joseph. You gotta understand. But uh, after after the uh, you know they they take the dive, the suicide dive down the hill. Uh, chase ensues, and uh, Karga takes control of the guns, and he takes aim at these uh these speeders. He's only able to take out one of them before the others accelerate to uh, flank the Marauder. Dude, the fact that this thing had guns was so cool to me. I don't so know, pimp. like it just like was awesome. Did this bro, remind it was you a at all? Whatever. Family road trip vibes, bro. Like just this, just like the chaos that's going on right now. Just family road trip, just like all over it. I don't know why, but this reminded me of whenever the Millennium Falcon, the gun was stuck. Yeah, Ray was pilot piloting it, and you had to like get the perfect angle, even though the gun wasn't broke on this thing. You know, it just reminded it me. Had, so it like, had that vibe. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. But, good, oh, like no, this I don't know. I love shoot, it. Like, I love this whole. Like, there were so many badass right. things that happened in super fast. Uh, you know, but, what's yeah, the? I mean, the word it was just an overall badass. Many things happen very quickly, fucking, and the I speeders. Think yeah, it's like <laughs> you froze for a while. I, I thought you stopped. I thought you yeah. stopped talking. Aww. <laughs> Dang, I was going off, man. You I could tell. I could off. tell. Like yeah. you, you, you froze in the middle of talking, yeah. and you unfroze, and you were still going. <laughs> yeah, the way you froze, it was obvious that you were in depth. <laughs> you were on a roll. I'm so sorry. It's alright. And I, 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 man, I was talking about how like, like so many badass things happen so quickly. Like speeders going down a mountain. I'm like, I don't know, they could do that that well. Um, and, and then they didn't do it that well. Pie fighters <laughs> just freaking go off. You know, and then wow! I don't know. There, there was just so many cool things that happened. In it was succession. just a, it was such a cool sequence here at the end of oh. this episode, you know. And uh, they they take aim at Kara and try to fire through a window, but she uh, she crushes one against the rocks, yeah. and uh, the other climbs up top. And Karga turns right around to see him and fires him straight off that bitch. Sick it was quite funny. Fuck. Uh, but uh, back at the base, Tie Fighters launch. As uh, the whole thing goes up in flames, 
and they they chase the marauder as well they're like nothing else to do and uh <laughs> karga i mean our whole base blew up so uh but uh karga again tries to take aim but these are much harder to uh lock onto you know tie fighters they're pretty mobile and uh he is continuously unable to hit them and it looks like they're about done for as the battle continues to wage on and uh when he finally locks onto a tie it explodes and you're like, oh, thank God! But then it tumbles directly for his <laughs> for his gun, and it uh, it takes out the turret. Which is something I don't think happens enough in movies, like any air scenes. I don't get how like these planes just clap a fucking plane right right in their path, and like no debris fucks their shit up at all. Ever, yeah. it never happens. Like, bro, I'm sorry, but like something's got to go wrong. It happens there. a lot in Star Wars where like they blow they blow something up and they fly through the explosion and you're like that was super fucking cool looking yeah, but yeah, how did but they like, do that? Dude, there's got to be something like something coming up and I guess that's the perks of having like the Millennium Falcon where there's like mm-hmm. no fucking like uh turbines or jets like on the side. Like there's nothing to fuck you up there. But like there's got to be some debris fucking up your glass, some dude something. Like something has to happen there. Um, and this was like their only way to fight back this turret. Yeah. So now they're fucked. They're officially pinned down and the three fighters fly ahead to circle around. They're ready for another attack run. And then the fucking razor crest looking beautiful as fucking ever. And I was like, no fucking wonder they kept it sidelined for so long. They were like, the reason we're doing this is so when it comes back, Dude, it's the most badass it sequence oh you've God, seen in his did. ship. I think it, it was the most badass flying and shooting in Star Wars history, if I'm being honest. Just you, you might be right. It's so good. It was really good. I the little flaps I, dude, opening the up. The score to go with it. Yes. The score to go with dude, it, Dude, anytime you get a scene where – I know you're not there yet, but anytime you get a scene where you kill the fucking engines and that shit stalls is just oh. so fucking sick. That shit just gives me all the fucking <laughs> – Bro, it was beautiful, and you know, he he comes in, he's piloting the crest, chases one of these ties high into the atmosphere with baby in the back, hands in the air, smacking on some macaroons, and uh the others hop out of the marauder at the city's gate, and they watch the ensuing dogfight through binoculars. It was pretty cool, and uh then, you know, he takes out the tie, baby cheers, hands over his head. He's like, ah, it's adorable, and then kills the engines, swings that bitch around, and you get that... You get the roller coaster fucking top of the hill sound. You get the yeah. and the man just launches back at it. And I was just like, oh fuck yeah. And he's heading straight in for this straight for this TIE fighter, dogfighting that shit. Corkscrews, avoiding all these. Bro, all I was so things. scared. I was like, bro, you just got this shit back. You better dodge these goddamn bullets. <laughs> like I swear. And then fucking he just blows mm. blows that shit up and they play that song and it's like fuck yeah the others celebrate on the ground and it's just like a really Star Warsy moment it just felt really fucking cool and really it fun did. it really did and then uh, Din looks back at the kid and he goes not bad huh to which baby responds with vomiting <laughs> his straight blue vomiting <laughs> the most blue bro, thing I've ever seen parallels between boy. baby Groot and baby Yoda this episode were too many bro too many <laughs> Him eating those macaroons reminds me of Baby Groot sitting there eating the M and M's in two, bro. Just like just vibes. Oh, to the what happens? You think we ever see Baby Yoda dance? 
Oh, 100%. There's no way we don't. The question is, bro, does Mando break a move? Does Mando bust a move? Surely not, right? Dude, here's the thing. I bet I bet there's like some scene down the line where it's like they're at, they're in a setting where they're completely safe. Music's playing. Baby's on the dance floor dancing. Someone tries to come over to Dan and is like, come on, man. You know you want to. Oh, and he's like, and he's like, he's like, he's like, no. And then no. He's like, he's like, they're like, come on, man, Dan. He's like, no, I really don't fucking do that. <laughs> then they're gonna be like, fucking do it. And then he just starts break dancing, fucking killing oh. shit straight in the middle of the dance. I've been practicing this my whole life until like, someone asked me to do this. Dude, that'd be so, so awesome. I think, I think if that's gonna happen, it's gonna be like they're gonna be in the ship, just them two, only ones in the cockpit. There's gonna be music playing for whatever reason, and Baby Yoda's gonna be just jamming out, and then Din's just gonna look over and then just like sigh, and then just kind of start dancing along with him. Yeah, I bet that's more accurate. Yeah. If if it's some, it's gonna be something like that, and Din will be like, he'll like start moving his head with the beat, and you'll be like, ah, Din's <laughs> it's gonna be like like the little sigh whenever like uh whenever Baby Yoda's playing with the little like like the knob on the yeah. piece or whatever and Din finally just like sighed pulled it off and then like handed it to him I feel like it's gonna be that only dancing <laughs> what does Star Wars music sound like? bro we have evidence we've got multi <laughs> <laughs> there's a nightclub that you see in uh Attack of the or uh in the second one, yeah. clones and yeah, in Attack of the Clones, yeah. yeah. You see the nightclub, like people be out there, you know what I mean. You want to go home people and rethink your life. There. You wanna buy some death sticks? <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna sell you death sticks. <laughs> uh, I, I want to go <laughs> home and rethink my life. Shut <laughs> <laughs> shut Watto. Uh but uh you know. Din's after he vomits, Din's like, oh boy. Yeah, he, uh, he he accepts an incoming transmission from Karga as he tries to clean up the vomit with his cape, which is just adorable. <laughs> He's gonna need a new cape, and uh, Din tells Karga that they uh they can call their IOUs even after the repairs. And when Karga offers him a drink, Din's like, "Nah, I got some onboard maintenance to attend to. I got to clean up my child, and uh, and we need to get going before Gideon. You know, he catches wise that we're here, and they they say goodbye for now." And to be honest, immediately when this episode ended, I went, I don't think we see Cara Dune and Moff G- uh, and Grief Karga again. You don't? You don't series. think Gideon comes and tries to fuck with everything at Navarro right now? No, I think I, I had another thought after that, in which and that was the one. But uh, I, I was like, maybe they try to spin it off. They've talked about how much they want to do spinoffs with characters from the series, and it seems like Cara Dune's been a really well-received character. I refuse. You know, maybe they do something. I refuse. Like they go like a, a Marshal of Navarro yeah. type thing. But I also think it would make a lot of sense. And here is my theory regarding Grief Cargo's dedication to his planet. Uh, I think Moff Gideon is going to come in and be like, yo, we will destroy this shit. Give up Din and the baby. And either Grief Cargo dies and you guys get your wish. It's not a wish. Whoa, he does. Whoa, whoa, it's whoa. not a wish, man. Also, you say you guys. I'm not part of this. I don't want to be right anymore. It was only good for this episode. I don't want to be right no, anymore. I get, it. I get it. I get it. No, no. But like you know, I think either then he sticks to his guns and he's like, no, I'm I'm a good man now, or he's like, 
this is my planet. Ooh. So, mm-hmm. see, I was I was going to go in a slightly different direction. I was thinking because they have that tr- – like, Moff Gideon clearly doesn't need to find them at this point because he has the tracker on them. That's a good – that's that. So yeah. I oh, think okay. that, that they find – like, somehow they find out about the tracker on his ship, and so they go after him. And so then I think at some point Moff Gideon captures both Din and the baby, and then they, along with maybe Ahsoka, have to help free them, which would be – immaculate yo that's a fucking brilliant idea i would absolutely love it bro the family but... is so kick-ass there bro that family's fucking loaded just fucking oh, talent out the ass you no fucking... and i was thinking about it you have a soap you have bo was... you have them too. i was listening you know we heard joe's talk his shit about <laughs> din and ahsoka ending up together and shit and like I know that's not gonna happen. Dude, but you never know. That. You never know. Oh, he would despise that. But but the more I thought about like just like really happy moments of like Din, Ahsoka, and the baby all together, I was just like Maybe. You would maybe like Uncle and like maybe like Aunt Soka. Aunt Soka. <laughs> so hey, okay, so I have a question. So you guys were kind of talking about this. So in this scenario like in this point in time. And I'm just throwing this out here, and the, there's no credence to this. I just read it, and I'm just bouncing it out here. Um, how old would Han Solo be at this point in time? Like, is he like Harrison Ford? Like, is he gonna be like yeah. full Harrison Ford, or could he potentially still be the young guy? No, I'd be Harrison Ford. Okay, no, uh, okay, no, because well, this I is mean, this is right after Return of the Jedi. So yeah, it's yeah, definitely. So this isn't old Harrison Ford. This is well, – no, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But, you're saying yeah. original trilogy Harrison Ford. Yes, yeah. yeah. And I guess you could age up Alden Ehrenreich a bit or age down. Because I saw something that said that Disney wasn't – like I saw something that said Disney wasn't quite done with him and that somebody had kind of tossed out there that maybe he could make an appearance. And what I had said was you had talked about a Grief Karga Cara Dune like kind of spinoff. What if like that just takes place on Navarro? It's pretty sen- – like it's pretty much just solely focused there. They don't do much leaving. What if we see up. him pop in? Yeah, like hop in. That would be cool. Something like That'd that. Because cool. I'm sure if they did a spinoff like that, they're probably not going to make it as high stake. You know, like it's probably no. going to be more grounded in its own like, you know. That's what's interesting is that like if they do spinoffs, it's threatening to make them take place at the same time. Yeah. yeah. It's I mean, like, how, yeah. how do you give a different story state? Yeah, you worry about fatigue too. Like, you don't want to create too much in this one timeline, like time, like frame. You know, I, I feel think, like you run the risk of doing too much too fast. Yeah, I think a potential spinoff would kind of stay focused on Navarro and like the immediate, like the sector around it, whereas like the Mandalorian is going to continue to focus on the entire bigger galaxy, picture. What, yeah, bigger picture. What what uh, the Jedi are yeah. up to and shit like that. Yeah, I Maybe. think I think if they did a spinoff, I think the Mandalorian would be kind of what it's evolved to be into, and and take place more in the greater Star Wars universe and like the greater canon. Whereas the spinoff would take place more of what we on. I think we all honestly expe- expected the Mandalorian to be is just Cara Dune being a fucking space cow- cowboy running around a couple planets, beating some people up. You know Reason in carbonite the first, and then flying back to her planet. Since the first episode of this season, we have not gotten much Mando Batman vibes. No. That's very true. And you know why? It's because he's becoming more fatherly. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> maybe maybe whenever Mando dies, baby Yoda will turn into Batman. <laughs> he watches Moff Gideon murder 
den. Yeah. And he is and set it, on a life Jesus of Christ, please stop talking. Oh my god. I'm and Ahsoka as she clutches her pearls. <laughs> oh my god. Stop. <laughs> Oh, um, maybe, maybe you never know. Okay, I want to pose a question. Thing? I just want to pose a question. Go for it. I don't, obviously, we know we're getting Ahsoka, and that's like huge. I mean, that's that's like yeah, our reaction is massive to that. So, I guess my question is: is outside of Ahsoka, do you think we see anyone else like crazy, like someone like jaw droppingly, like holy? shit and i'm not saying it has to be somebody we've seen before in the trilogy and the movies anything i'm talking about just in general anyone anywhere from any Benic sort Chant. of canon yeah. but like i'm saying maybe somebody we haven't seen yeah okay. i would say um, i don't think so just like in the mandalorian we haven't seen like yeah yeah somebody like a huge character somebody like a, that we're like gonna see yeah yeah like I well, yeah like i mean i don't know if we get that like obviously no i'm, I'm saying, saying like, yeah, like but that, like i'm talking yeah that, that level, level of character yeah like and i don't reaction think so. when we found out we got ahsoka was cast like that reaction like that feeling we don't know what's to come for these next four right so like do you think we see anybody that's like oh my god well i see well i don't think is, so just i don't think so either but you could put stock in the theory that din shows up to corvus and is like, I'm in search of the Jedi. Ahsoka goes, I am no Jedi, but I can lead you to one. It is. And we get led straight to Luke, Luke Skywalker. Skywalker. His training camp where he trained Kylo Ren. Baby Yoda's going to be there at the same time. Bro, I've been saying this from the beginning, man. I don't know. See, like, no, you know that, y'all? That's, that's need... not acceptable. That's not allowed to happen. Because, because... They wouldn't do anything with Luke. I don't think no, they'll touch Luke. Just because of the fact that Kylo Ren killed all of the other like young Padawans. True, true, true. And but... so... If he goes and trains with Luke, Baby Yoda's dead, so that's not acceptable. And the Our others choice. that did, the others that made it off planet, also died. Yeah, um, I also don't know that we see anyone see any other like jaw droppingly huge characters, just because of the fact that it, if we do, that would be so impressive on Disney's part to have kept it quiet for this long. Just that's because as true. soon as Ahsoka was cast as uh, Rosario Dawson, is that how you say her name? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, as soon as she was cast as Ahsoka, that shit was out immediately. Yeah, yeah and during filming, so thing. I don't think there's any way that we somehow get like some jaw, like just some huge surprise that like actually we also brought this character in and what no if, one's known about it. What if they let some of that stuff slide, like Rosario Dawson? And that's and that is yeah, that is a Tamara thought. Mor- Tamara Morrison is Boba Fett. Yeah. Is let that uh, slide to and then be like, yeah. But wait a second, we've also got Sebastian Stan here in the back about to play Luke Skywalker, which would be awesome. I think Sebastian Stan make, looks exactly like young Mark Hamill. If I had to put money on it, I'd say we're gonna see Luke or Palpatine in the series as a whole, not this season. I think we're gonna see Luke and Palpatine in the Mandalorian. I think I think if we see Palpatine, at most, it will be a hologram. Yeah. That's, I, don't think I would agree see, with that. Okay. I don't think we see Palpatine in the flesh. I honestly would almost say the same thing for Luke and also with Luke. I don't think we would even involve Luke at all just because if you think about it, Luke – or I guess Luke did – like Luke trained with Yoda for a bit but not a ton. Ahsoka would be the one that really has the connection with Yoda and would know a little bit more information about what planet this is. Well, that's the thing though is that we – Whenever I, I rewatched Empire recently, and like when you watch that, you have no idea what the span of that movie. Is. Well, and that's fair, but I mean, like 
Luke trained with Yoda I mean, on Ahsoka, that planet. Yeah, Ahsoka was literally trained as a young child yeah, by Yoda. Yeah, and also trained as a like trained as a as a true Jedi under Yoda, under the Jedi Council yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Also, looking at Sebastian Stan, I a hundred percent agree with you. That would be a great like middle age. Bucky Barnes. Yeah. Fucking Bucky Barnes, throw a beard on that man, give him a, mm-hmm. a fucking Mark Hamill 1977 haircut. <laughs> it's a wrap. It, I would agree with that. It's a wrap. Uh, but uh, later, you know, two Re- two Republic X-Wings, they sit outside the city. One of the officers in Karga's office asking him about, a, you can remember anything before the explosion? And Karga's holding it down. He says, nah. And, uh, explosion? <laughs> The officer mentions the Razor Crest. He's like, "Well, then, can you explain why the?" And he's like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! I ain't said shit about no Razor Crest." <laughs> They're like, "But the transponder log." He said, "Man, fuck the law. <laughs> the control droid can't tell anything apart. That's pre-Empire. This isn't Coruscant." And I was like, "Man, Grief Cargo just holding it down for his boy Din, and also not being incriminated for you know blowing up a base and his planet." <laughs> well, but would that would he really be incriminated for that since it was an old? Empire base. Yeah, I don't think, I think the New they Republic are. I, dude, I think there's fucking hard at. There's some. I think New Republic is some fucking cops, and I think straight what up, they would have come quote, to quote a wise man, straight up bitches. <laughs> if you watch Last Dance, you see. I don't. I think they're mainly just asking him about the about the like the uh, base, mainly just to be like, all right. If this base is blown up, clearly the Razor Crest had something to do with it. Because I know you guys are cool, but you guys are also kind of dickheads, and you're not blowing up a base in, like by yourselves. <laughs> hey, well, a village took out a whole sand-eating, big-ass dragon snake monster. Yeah, once again, also with the help of Mando. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and that's the really thing, too, is it. that, like... What the funny is that Din just happens to be wrong place, wrong time, all the time. Oh know? my god. Yeah. When it comes to running into the Empire and situations he runs into, it's like it's like anywhere the New Republic is trying to look, odds are Din's been there at this point. <laughs> like like the big the big moments like where they deployed an entire battalion of troopers to a random city in Navarro. Like the New Republic's gotta take a little bit of notice to that, right? And they did. Hmm. They they mentioned that here in a little bit. But, uh, you know, Karga sends the officer on his way. He's like, get the, get, get the fuck out. And the uh, the pilot makes his way over to Kara, who's uh, feeding the lava meerkat still. And uh, he comments on how well she cleaned up the system and that the New Republic could uh, use fighters like her. She's like, I'm no joiner, Blue. And uh, tells her that uh, if there's... There's something going on in the Outer Rim that the core worlds don't believe it, but it's true. He says these incidents aren't so isolated, and they need to be stopped before it's too late. He's talking about just, like, Empire popping up everywhere. Just, like, it's still it's still out here, and they don't believe it. They don't believe it's a problem, but they need to, you know? And he's like, well, we can't, we can't do that without local support. We need troops on the ground. We need cities to coincide with the new republic and uh he looks to his tablet and says says here you're from alderaan and he served when it was destroyed which is just sad and he asks if she lost anybody and she tells him that she lost everybody that is that is heartbreaking dude that heartbreaking. oh my god damn could you imagine like that's where you live your whole planet you go off planet for destroyed. a little bit you hear news not that your family died, but 
anyone that you knew on that planet is dead. They're yeah. gone. Damn. It's, it's and that's what's intriguing about the potential of a Cara Dune series is that like we don't know when it would probably be a prequel. I would like that way Why more. Why she's hiding out? Why she's hiding out on like a Sorgon or whatever that planet is when Din shows up in season one, episode four? Like how she got there? I would like that prequel way more instead of just staying on, you know, with the current story yeah. and just building off of it. I would I would love the mm-hmm. the prequel of it. Yeah, so uh, the officer, you know, he goes on his way, and we cut to space, where we get sight of an Imperial light cruiser. Holy crap. We're like, oh, we're working our way up. This is oh, a yeah. big ship. This is a big-ass ship right here. Okay. Okay. And within, we see an officer receive a transmission from the same weird-looking mechanic from earlier, and we're like, fuck yeah, this guy. We knew he was bad. And saying that the uh, tracking device has been planted. You're like, Fuck. Fuck, 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 Just fuck, when the fuck. Razor Crest gets fixed. Just when things are looking up, and it's like awesome. And and the officer tells uh tells them that they will be well rewarded in the new era. And I liked the way she said new era. Yeah, it definitely leads you to believe like there is a goal, like there is a regime yeah. goal here. Like they are trying to turn this over to someone or to some, you know. Like, right, they're not trying to be lawless, kind of like we talked about earlier. They're not trying to just, like, carve a chunk. Like, they want the whole damn thing. They want the whole goddamn thing. I also feel like, at this point, they need to devote, like, some, like, company in the Star Wars universe needs to devote all of their, like, R&D into developing something that can scan a ship for a fucking tracker. Because there have been too many times... (laughs) Oh shit, right? Yeah, where like, they just Jesus. where they just pop a fucking tracker on and say, it. All right, see you in two months. <laughs> Whenever I feel like catching up to you because I know where you are at all times. Yeah, Obi Wan would have been fucked in a, a attack of the clones. You're right. Yeah, like You're I right. feel like at this point they should have developed something to be able to be like, hmm, I'm noticing some weird signal coming from my ship. Hmm, there's a tracker on my ship. <laughs> yeah. That that makes sense. But you know, we need we need, we need the fun in that. <laughs> we need conflict. plot. And uh, the officer makes her way down the hall. She punches open a door, and we see a room filled with light smoke and a caped figure standing in front of her. He turns. It is Moff Gideon. Bro, seeing him again, just like, oh. I was like, fuck yeah, the Moff. I was the Moff. I'm so ready. I'm so ready for some, some Moff Gideon, bro. Bro, Giancarlo Esposito it just does such a good fucking job of just physic like, just in his, like, demeanor. Bro, he just commands, like, mm-hmm. respect and, like, authority. He exudes that, like, just that, like, chill. And just bro, like- he did it in Breaking Bad, and he looked like a fucking cornball. But, like, that dude was still fucking scary as shit. Bro like- was wearing a short-sleeve yellow button-up with a tie. And serving and fucking chicken. And tacky. Bro, fucking serving chicken. And this man was looking like a goddamn fucking He was looking fan. like fucking Jake from State Farm, bro. <laughs> And he was horrifying. Once again, you guys need to watch The Boys because his character in The Boys is the exact same character as he is in this. And it's so good. God, I love it. I want I want him to just hit all the universes. Be, be, <laughs> a, vil- be a villain in Marvel, be a oh, villain God. in DC, just make your way through the whole thing. I want him to – I would love for him to be a villain in Marvel. We'll have to do some sort of fan cast for John Carlos <laughs> at some point. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But – uh. You know, he says, uh, he asks, does, uh, does he still have the asset? And the officer says, yes, our uh, source confirmed it. And Moff says, and we will be ready. And then just a 
fucking menacing smile Dude. creeps over his face. Oh my God. And I was like, God, he's so evil. This is the best villain we've had in so long from Star Wars. Like, Kylo Ren was never menacing, you know? Like, he was just like, he was, he was, he was, too, whiny. He was too whiny. Yeah, you were afraid he was gonna break and like break shit and murder people, but you weren't just you weren't afraid of him. Like it wasn't like Jesus Christ, you make me just afraid when you speak. Which, actually, thinking of it, that that character was designed exactly as a uh, like the grandson of Anakin should be, because he got all of Anakin and Luke's whininess. <laughs> I was gonna go down to Hachi Station and get some power converters. <laughs> But dad, because <laughs> they're both such whiny characters, and they're you know that the eventual you know final one of them I ends up too. being a whiny little shit. <laughs> bro, bro just said when Anakin is burning. Oh, speaking of imperial trash that isn't is uh, susceptible to lava. Talk about Anakin. <laughs> Anakin's legs, God, bro. Imperial right, trash. Stubs since he got his legs cut off. <laughs> whole body was just burning uh but you know the smile creeps over his face and he turns to his latest toys Toys. and lining these walls are imperial dark troopers droid versions of them i think clone versions well i think we'll eventually get clone versions i think these ones were droids because they looked i mean they were in that station yeah and they look just like moff gideon's armor you think you think these things ever need a battery change? That's probably what they're doing. Yeah. They're charging, charging up, up like a yeah. bird. Like, you think I can get paid stations. to go pick up a dark trooper that's died and like plug it in, like the bird scooters? You take them in and charge yeah. them. You think I can it's actually that? they send it, they send them out on a mission and then they pay people to just pick them up at the end of their mission to Yo, go recharge. Man, them. he almost made it back. You gotta go get him. Plug him in for a minute for me. Come on. <laughs> After this, we cut to black. And now we're headed to chapter 13 next week, titled The Jedi, directed by Dave Filoni, written by Dave Filoni. Oh, God, we are in for and it. We are in for it. If I don't get Ahsoka, I'm offing oh, no, myself. We are seeing Ahsoka. Like, there is literally I hope it's early. I hope it's early. I hope it's early. Well, he's got to be pulling up to the planet at the beginning of the next episode. Oh, yeah. That's what it's going to be, is he's arriving. Okay, right. you better be right. You were right last time. If you're not right again, Colton, I'm going to be mad. Well, we'll find out. I'm holding you to these predictions. You should. You should. I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing much better than I anticipated. <laughs> I. I can usually never really theorize, like series, but like I'm. I'm doing a really good job of. I'm. I'm trying really hard to connect dots. Man, you're doing the damn thing, man. Yeah. You're doing the damn thing, man. No, you're doing the damn thing. Man. You're doing. Don't the damn fucking out nice me, Colton. <laughs> no, I'm dirty, Dan. You smell good. What did you? That's exactly what I was gonna say. I hope you have a nice week. I hope you have an excellent month. I hope you have a wondrous year. <laughs> <laughs> what I was just about to say that that was exactly, sorry to bother that's, you. That's exactly what I was trying to get to, and I just couldn't like formulate it. Bro, I cannot wait for next week. Oh my god, it can't come fast enough. I gotta have it. I gotta have it. Gotta have it. Well, this has been the Penny Bloom Podcast. The Mandalorian Rewatch. Star Wars colon. The Mandalorian colon. (laughs) The Watchmen. Twas I, 
Colton Robertson. I was joined by Jose Jorge Joseph. Was I Joseph George? <laughs> we also had Miles Buttress. Hey, anytime, man. Oh, next week, even you know, we got a we got none other than KB Kyler Barnett. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. We'll see you next week for Chapter 13, The Jedi, directed by Dave Filoni, written by Dave Filoni. We're going to see Ahsoka. I can't wait. Peace, love, and bloom. And always praise Keanu Reeves.